Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bradley Trainer has a viral story that he'd like to share with us. And I don't know that I've even heard it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts, uh, do you know of this viral story? I don't know this viral story. We're about to make it go more viral. So, or not. Um, I'm not sure if this is real or a dumb publicity stunt or both, some combination thereof. But I thought we could discuss this story I saw. Now, it's from a tabloid, but there's tons of, um, there are tons of outlets that reported on this story, although none of them come with specific information. So I'll just stick with the first one I saw okay. that came from the Sun tabloid, which says, Bike Mac and Fries? McDonald's fans go wild over video showing customers riding exercise bikes as they dine. Will UK restaurants be next? That's because it's the sun, which is a UK tabloid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what follows is a viral TikTok video apparently showing a lady, well, a guy and a lady sitting on McDonald's branded exercise bikes that are attached to uh, their dine-in tables at a Chinese-based McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. And literally, ah. the woman is mowing on a Big Mac or some such offering uh, at the Chinese McDonald's in question while riding or pedaling a McDonald's-branded bicycle, spin bike, whatever you want to call it, stationary bike. This is hilarious. And so, like, if you read through it, it really is just going to tell you exactly what I told you. Um so nobody, nobody from McDonald's is like, yeah, no, we're testing these out. But people are like, is this something? And what I love about the coverage is people are like, some people thought this was a great idea. And I'm like, who are the idiots who thought this was a great idea? <laughs> nobody wants to spin bike while eating fast food. That's nasty. I would barf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like there, there are some s- potential side effects of this that nobody's really thinking about. Right. Um, But again, this has gone viral, at least uh, in China. And now something tells me uh, the rest of the world, because, of course, anything that's viral on TikTok is going to be all over the world. Um, So do you think this is real? Is this a publicity stunt? What is this? To me, I think the most telling thing is, I mean, I I don't know. I guess it, it I have a hard time believing it's not real. But what what is what is suspicious about it is that we don't know where, like no location is stepping forward and being like, yes, that is our location with the bicycles in the McDonald's. Yeah. It literally just says McDonald's in China. I loved the idea. Like that's the caption that comes along with the video. Um, But you don't have like representatives for McDonald's say, this is just something they're trying out because what could possibly be the, 
I mean, that's benefit. Not- yeah. yeah. Also, but it is McDonald's branded, which tells you yeah. that like McDonald's is involved. Why Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure, right. Like I don't know how the franchise system works right. in China. <laughs> like this is just one <laughs> franchise. Something right. tells me there's a little more central control in China. Right. Yeah. Owning of the it's probably like one franchise holder for the world, one re- franchise to rule them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, maybe it's just one person's like, hey, I got a great idea. Right. Let's have people work out while they're eating greasy fast food. Oh, gosh. No. I, that, no. no. But no. The, somebody uh, else uh, somewhere I, I was reading said, you know, well, maybe this is just to like power the, you know, keep the lights on. So okay. like a, a, keep fun the way to, going. a fun way to sort of, you know, reduce uh, reuse and recycle. Well, no, reduce <laughs> your your consumption of fossil fuels. Um, <laughs> sure. Like just have a you know everybody sure. does a little uh, pedaling while they're eating their food, and we'll keep the lights on to offset your carbon footprint. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, uh, is that carbon like <laughs> like C A R B I N apostrophe? Carbon. Like I'm carbon. <laughs> Um, because that's what you're doing. The other thing, like the things that, that maybe needed to be considered is, and you watch the, when you watch the moving video of the lady cycling away while she's eating her value meal, she has to stop pedaling when she goes to drink something for obvious reasons. Because you can't do that. You can't drink and pedal. You can't drink your Diet Coke at the same time. Like that's going to be a disaster. So I don't know if somebody's, I, listen, points for creativity. I mean, the, the the thing that makes me think and wonder if this is just a publicity stunt or some such thing is that, you know, and you raise that nobody specifically says like, this is where this is. But also like, you just feel like if there was an, a viral McDonald's related story, McDonald's would be all over it in right. terms of taking advantage of the viral moment. And so the fact that you don't, none of these stories, like if you just search for like McDonald's spin bike, none of the stories are going to give you any indication. And most of the outlets reporting this are just tabloids, which means nobody's done the due diligence of going, hey, McDonald's, what's going on here? Right. Right. So yeah. that's what leads me to believe uh, that this might actually be a public. Hub- Try again. Publicity <laughs> stunt because um, I could see tomorrow we get a story that's like, remember that story about the lady on the bike? Actually, that was just a promotion for like keep the lights on at McDonald's. Or I feel like pedal. like some kind of avant-garde art project making a right. commentary. Which I mean, but again, you are. don't feel like you're going to see that in China. I don't know. Yeah, like mass consumer culture uh, critique. But maybe. Right. I feel like this has got to be like a scene in some Twilight Zone movie or something. Well, they say that in the article, like this seems like a Black Mirror. People said this yeah. seems like a Black Mirror episode. Um, I mean, there is certainly some sort of commentary that can be yeah. extrapolated from. The other thing about it is and like the sad piece is it's it's, you know, it's a one seater and they're facing a wall. Right. Well, I, so, yeah, I was going to say the facing the wall seems sad because you're You're not double you're alone so like the only people who are going to do this are those who are alone right and not only do you have to pedal while you're eating your food you also have to stare at the wall right Uh, the only official thing i can see that's coming out of mcdonald's china at the moment is that they've released cat boxes what 
Yes. So this is what you get with the purchase of a new combo meal, which features a spicy chicken filet burger, is that you can get a box for your cat. Because you know how cats like to sit in boxes? Mm -hmm. Well, you can get your own McDonald's box that's shaped like a container for your cat. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my gosh. So there are legit... Things that are going on at McDonald's China, yeah, like that we're not boxes. doing legit here. things, you yeah. know, legit cat they're, boxes versus yeah, they're doing stuff. people on bikes. They're doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're loving it. Yeah. By the way, I would just like to invite McDonald's uh, here in the good old USA to have spin bikes. No, I was oh. going to say to have cat boxes. I mean, that it sounds, is, a, it is although, a cute idea. It is cat box. Just sounds like a. Something like else. a toilet yeah, experience. Box. Yeah. Technically, but cats do love to sit in boxes. Technically, they call it a cat house, not a cat box. Cute. Oh, okay, I love good. it. I yeah. love it. I'm here for it. Well, um, listen, I don't think that we are going to see McDonald's bikes popping up here, but oh, I've God. been wrong before. I was going to say, just wait for the Peloton co-branding uh, experience where you can, you know, shed a few pounds while you shove fries down your gullet. It seems actually a very American thing. It I'm does actually to be an American, right? Where at least I know we'll spend money on dumb things that we don't need, but mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, you got to do something unique. <laughs> but you know, hat tip to China for being uh, that guy this week. Yeah, good on you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I've been watching some TV. Ooh. One thing I was really excited about and one thing that I got suckered into. All right. Uh, and I want to tell you about both of them. Fabulous. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. We were just paid a visit by Katie Canine here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Katie Canine. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. They're like pink and purple. They're very cute. Very festive. Uh, thank you to Katie Canine for that. Uh, but that's not why we gathered here in no. this moment. Um, so I've been watching TV. Oh, you've been watching stuff. I have. And, um, you know, whenever we talk about the TV, we do a little, here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're here, here. Watching Live. live. What are you watching live? Thank you for asking. So I've watched uh, two things that I want to tell you about. One of them is something I was really excited about seeing. And the other one is something that I um, did against my better judgment. Okie dokie. So the first thing is I've started watching Station Eleven on HBO oh, Max. Oh, yeah. You were telling us about that last week. Yeah. So this is based on uh, a book of the same name uh, by a person whose name now escapes me. Um, but, uh, it is by Emily St. John Mandel Mm. and it was written in 2014, which do some math was prior to (laughs) even the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in the before times. Now, what's really interesting is that is a term that is used widely in station 11 Mm. because they, this entire story is based on a pandemic. Oh, that, that seems fun basically wipes out the majority of the population. So it's it's an uplifting series. Well, the thing that's interesting <laughs> about it, so I read the book at the beginning of the pandemic, which was ill-advised, but also it was so fascinating. It was such a well-written novel and such yeah. an interesting story. And it is, while it is set 
in a time where a pandemic has... Um, As I sneeze. Bless you. Foreshadowing. And also, thank you for covering. Um, but even though it is that is the setting of the novel, it's about so much more than just the pandemic. It really is a commentary, among other things, on the... Um, the importance of art to culture. Yeah. And it is, it is, it, to me, it's such a, not a complicated story to tell, but they are doing such a great job of telling it because there's a lot of time jumping in the story. There's the before times, there's the way before times. Yeah. There's the, you know, after times. Um, and they're doing such a wonderful job of balancing all of that mm-hmm. and interspersing images that help you understand kind of, what the world looks like in this moment in the after times. Um, and so, for example, you'll see an image of something in the before times. Yeah. And then before you go on with the story, it shows like what would be a quote present day image of that space. And you see kind of how things have been abandoned and overgrown and you get a real idea of this world that they're living in in these after times. That said, I think it had to have been so trippy for them to make a movie or a TV show, a series about life after a pandemic, after the beginning of a pandemic, because this movie was created or this TV, this series was created during our COVID times. Yeah. So I think about that every once in a while when I'm watching it, that that we're watching it from the perspective of being in the midst of a pandemic. And these actors also were experiencing a pandemic as they were making this. So was this it wasn't making, trippy to watch the, then, I take it? Oh, yeah. Um, my husband didn't read the book, so he doesn't know what he's getting into, basically. Yeah. Um, and he just, you know, the, in the very first episode, within the first half hour, he said, what have we gotten ourselves into? And I said, that's what I felt like when I started reading the book. But as you go through it, you you see kind of a bigger picture and it should actually make you reflect on where we are right now. Yeah. It's truly amazing. The acting is amazing. The, um, is there anybody we would know? Well, so you'd recognize. Oh yes. I mean, well, first of all, okay, hold on. Let me get the names in front of me. So I don't, um, just start calling them by their character names. Um, you would perhaps Holly, I know you would recognize, um, uh, Himish Patel, Hamish Patel, he uh, is from the Beatles movie Yesterday. Oh, I did not see that. You movie. didn't see that movie? Yeah, it wasn't really interesting. Okay, I'm surprised. I just that surprised me. Yeah, but yes, he's he starred in that movie, so you'd recognize him from that. Um, you would recognize perhaps Lori Petty. She plays the conductor um, of this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. This traveling Shakespeare troupe okay. in the aftertimes. Um, you might recognize Mackenzie Davis. She's the lead character. But I can't, I, I personally hadn't, the only thing I've seen her in is Tully, which is that... Um, movie that starred Charlize Theron that was written by that person who Diablo Cody. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's, but she is stunningly fantastic in this role. She's just absolutely remarkable. So how many episodes? There's only two out right now. Okay. Um, so it's coming out as we speak. They come out weekly and I want to say that they drop on Wednesdays, Mondays. Okay. And it's HBO I don't know, Max, making it right? up. Yes, it's um, it's on HBO Max, uh, and it is so. Do we know so how many good. episodes there's going to be? Uh, that's a great question. I should know that, shouldn't I? Um, and I don't know. I want to say it's like probably eight or ten, perhaps. Um, but it is worth the watch. All right, awesome. So put it that is on the absolutely list. worth Station the watch. Eleven. Station Eleven on if HBO Max. If you can Max. deal with post-apocalyptic dramas yeah. in the midst of a global pandemic. Just be Yay. ready for it. Uh, by the way, it is uh, 10 episodes. Okay. Also, apparently there are three out now. I did not realize that. Mm. So All right. we need watch to a few. catch up. Catch up, yeah. Um, it is super now, worth it. Now, you said you watched something that was... Uh, Against my better judgment. Yeah, what was that? Okay, so I watched this dumb show... Once I watched the first episode of Demi Lovato's paranormal show, oh, Unidentified. That's right. Yeah. The one where she gets all like, there's aliens. So I watched the first one. Okay. And then I saw this story about Demi Lovato singing to a ghost. Oh, God. Because the ghost had trauma and she under, uh, sorry, the ghost had trauma and they understood trauma because they also have experienced trauma. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. Well, that's the episode that hasn't been released yet. Fine. Oh, okay. But I did watch the most recent episode because yeah. I thought, well, maybe it's gotten better. Well, yeah. <laughs> Demi Lovato goes out to Sedona, Arizona in the deep, deep desert. Now, Very ooey-wooey place for people with beliefs about things. Certain spiritualities. <laughs> I'm just trying to remain neutral. <laughs> well, here's what I learned. Do you know why that is? Why? Because it's an energy vortex. Oh, and that's the energy a thing. vortex. Does NASA know that? Um, if they do, they're probably not telling us. Oh, rude. Very Area Fifty Four. Yes, there's a lot of that kind of skepticism <laughs> happening. She meets. They meet up. Sorry, they meet, and the whole group is Demi Lovato's best friend Max or Matt, and Demi Lovato's sister. So the three of them, I know. Because I watched it. Yeah, I'm just like, why? The three of... Oh, darn it. And now I can't even tell you the end of it. Doesn't matter. Or is it worth watching? They made, is the point. No! Okay, good. That's all uh, we need to know. And Thank what I've you. learned is the reason I won't be abducted by aliens is because I'm not trying hard enough. Because apparently you really got to work for yeah, that. well, I'm... <laughs> work harder. I don't want to. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to talk about some celebrities behaving badly. They are... Demon! After this on My Talk 107.1. Behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We have a name for them, and that name is Bags of DD Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. 
of the day. Uh, oh boy. Who's your D-bag? The tabloids. Uh, oh, li- all of life them? and style, but everybody else who reported this Great. stupid, Can't stupid wait. story. What's going on? <sighs> oh. Headline. Okay. Scott Disick flirts with Khloe Kardashian amid Tristan Thompson drama. Quote, oh. fine American. What? That's nasty. Oh, because her brand. Yes. So her brand is, of course, good American. And um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, Chloe's, I'm sorry, pardon me, Chloe has been doing this thing where she is posting sexy Instagram photos of herself. And Scott yeah, Disick. Yeah, that'll take attention away from the story at hand. Thank you. Uh, which, by the way, is what? Bradley Trainer. Well, that Tristan Thompson had a child with another woman, not Chloe, at a time when they were allegedly, supposedly, for the purposes of reality, together. Correct. So, um, that woman, Chloe, has been posting like these sexy photographs of herself, and Scott Disick showed up on the comments and was like, "Fine, American," and then. The tabloids want you to believe that that was him flirting with his, effectively his sister-in-law. Yeah. Which this is a storyline that I just can see that they're trying to sell us, which is that Scott Disick and Chloe are going to get it on at some point. Yeah, I could see that. Right? Yeah. Um, And it's just gross and it's dumb and I don't want us to fall for it and it's stupid. And also... I don't know that I feel like that was a flirty comment. It was just sort of like a comment. But, okay, fine. Thank you, tabloids. You want to sell us this idea that Chloe Kardashian is getting it on with her niece and niece and nephew's dad. Yeah, I think it's just to keep it in the family, right? Like, you're not going to bring in somebody new to flirt with Chloe at this moment because they haven't been vetted and approved by Kris Jenner, but you've already got somebody in the stable of the cast of characters for Team Kardashian, and, you know, he seems like a participatable person, meaning, mm-hmm. like, he's already been vetted and he's a known quantity, and you can involve him in your dumb storylines without having to, uh, you know, keep him on the... It, it's not like if it's not somebody totally out of the blue is my point. Right. Like he's already on the payroll. Yeah. He's he's showing up anyway. Well, the story uh, as it's written and it doesn't matter because it's stupid, but uh, says that a source has revealed to in touch magazine. So life and style is reporting on in touch magazines report that Scott was the first person to check in and make sure Chloe was okay. He's always there in person or on FaceTime when she needs him. They make each other laugh, send cute gifts if the other person is having a down day, and share inside jokes that no one else gets. He's helping take her mind off the situation. Jeez. I know that those two are thick as thieves. Like I know that from the very little that I've watched the show that they like to pull pranks on Chris together and boy they're just you know hilarious but this floating out the storyline of the two of them getting nasty is I'm not here for it thank you also I wanted to read you Chris Jenner's comment on the picture of Chloe with the wavy hair looking at her abs oh yeah mm. is she whoa. Mm. you are amazing my bunny what okay <laughs> that's all thanks mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing amazing sweetie you're doing amazing sweetie lies 
I will say her hair looks great. I, I mean, mean, she it looks does. Fantastic. Look, she looks amazing yeah. for all of the filtering that's been put. The right. lies I'm saying of the relationship between the two True. of them. Nice try. True. That's all. That's all I got. Um, okay, so my D bag is real gross. Ooh. His name is Chris. Uh, no. Chris Noth. Mm. Noth. 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 Um, you say Noth. I say, no, thank you. <laughs> because uh, here's a headline for you Chris Noth dropped by talent agency as third sexual assault claim is made. And just like that. So, Ugh. Sex in the City actor Chris Noth, who of course we know has been accused of sexual assault uh, by two other women, has now not only been dropped by his agency, talent agency, of course, A3 Artists Agency. I imagine that's because A3 Artists Agency is three A's, therefore it's A3, but then also Artists Agency. So, is it technically five? Anyway. The that's moral of question. the story is on Friday, they told Deadline that Chris, uh, who everybody's been talking about, Prior to these disgusting stories, because of his role in the sequel series uh, to Sex in the City called And Just Like That, is no longer a client. Now, of course, they didn't elaborate on why he's not a client, but one imagines it has something to do with the married father of two <clears throat> who has been accused credibly accused of rape and sexual assault. Mm-hmm. He has denied all of these claims. It should be said, of course, but hours after the uh, news broke, a 30-year-old female tech executive alleged that the actor sexually assaulted her in 2010 at a New York City restaurant while she worked as a hostess, and he was, uh, or he was there. She mm. was a hostess and a lounge singer. She claims she was 18 years old at the time. You can read the full account if you'd like all of the disgusting details, but this is just one more to add to the bunch, and frankly, this is what we said if there is... Smoke yep. in these situations. Typically, there is fire, and it looks like the fire is now raging. So, I, literally, how many times? Apparently, more. I am sure we will go through oh, this sure. more times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like um, these types of allegations are like mice, right? When you find mouse droppings in your house, it's not just one mouse, mm-hmm. there's a whole family. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. And so, well, you know, we got two right away and you can only assume that there, you know, now we have three. Um, you can only assume that there are more out there and we might not hear from all of them. Uh, we should say of this particular uh, alleg- allegations, quote, according to his representative in a statement to NBC News and other outlets, the story is a complete fabrication the alleged accounts detailed throughout read like a piece of bad fiction. Chris has no knowledge of who this individual is and, as stated yesterday, has never and would never cross the line. So, you know, Oof. again, you you want people to read the f- facts of the story and, you know, you can prejudge if you want because, well, you're not a court of law. But, you know, ultimately, an actual court of law may weigh in, and if they do, then he would be held accountable. But even if they don't, um, people can make their decisions wisely. But you have to imagine, when you have multiple accusations like this, that indicates there is an issue. And what, what, whatever the specifics are, you know, only Chris and the people involved will know for sure. But... I just don't know. We've never covered a story wherein a person has had this many 
uh, allegations that has then turned out to be completely false. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say that, um, I mean, we just don't know. But my point is, if it's multiple case, you know, multiple allegations... Because we certainly have seen situations where it's one accusation and then you find out that that was a false accusation. Those are real. Yeah. It's not necessarily the, 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 that's not, what's the word? Most common results, but it's possible. Is it possible that all these accusations are false? Maybe, but like you clearly know there's something going on when it's three people with similar stories come forward who don't know each other. So that's the piece that I wanted to like key in on is, you know, when you start to hear, we saw this with uh, Harvey Weinstein. We saw this with Bill Cosby. When you start to hear parts of the story that end up being very similar. And like you said, come from people who do not know each other, who did not corroborate the story. And there are similarities. Um, and I haven't read this third accuser yet, but age certainly is a factor in these stories. Um, the, the luring technique is similar uh, in the two stories that I know about the actual act is very similar. And there are pieces of it that are eerie eerily similar to each other. Um, That to me is such a, when you start to hear that pattern, you can know that like, okay, this, this isn't nothing. I also think too, you know, like, cause there's a, there's a broader conversation and um, one that takes too much time for us to have in it in its entirety. But I do think too, like, even if you wanted to say like times would change, I used to be able to be much more salty in my behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm making light of something that's very serious, but mm-hmm. to make a point, which is, you know, even if that was true, even if like, you know, like these were things were 30 years ago, who knows how you misinterpreted something that happened 30 years ago? How can I be held accountable? Blah, blah, blah. Um, the fact that you don't acknowledge that a, this person exists, B that, you know, this person see that like all of these things just happen to be coming out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a pattern, like it's one thing if you said like times have changed and my behavior in the past was crap and yeah. I would like to make amends and apologize to any mm-hmm. women, blah, blah, blah. You're not even getting that. Right. So like I'd be much more amenable to a person who's like, you know, what I did in the past uh, was horrible, blah, blah, blah. But he's acting like he's never even met these people, which just or, to me is a flex. Because don't you feel like if you ran, like if somebody had an experience with you 30 years ago, and you had different ideas about what happened, you would at least be open to the possibility that your perception was not the only perception. Right. Right. Well, and interestingly, one of the women, one of the first two accusers uh, actually did go to a hospital and have a kit done, which means that there's D- there there's somewhere there's DNA. Yeah. And uh, that one, he said that was a consensual moment. Yeah. Which so. Again, but like if somebody came from yeah. your past 30 years ago and said it wasn't consensual, at the very least, you'd be like, well, I don't remember it that way, but I'm going to listen to what you have to say. One would hope, right? Yeah. In 2021. Yeah. And I think it's extremely telling that his reactions are either to your point. I didn't I don't I don't know this person. Yeah. Or, oh, well, that that was a consensual experience. Yeah. It there it that tells the story as well. Yeah. Oof. For sure. Again, and I understand a lot of people would be like, well, he's got a public career he's trying to save. 
okay, well, that just tells me he's more inclined to lie right. than the victims because right. he has more to protect than they do. Right. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Is she? No. Do not want. Anyway, D-Bags! Oh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're going to take a little trip to Publationship Corner. We're going to talk about Car Davidson after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do have to take a little trip to Publationship Corner. And uh, we're going to meet with a Publationship we call Car Davidson. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, if you haven't already figured that out. And the reason we're talking about them today is because he, that is Pete Davidson, skipped out on Saturday Night Live. Uh, there's a bigger story there we can talk about, but he did so to bebop around with Kim Kardashian throughout the streets of New York city. Um, also just a reminder, these two aren't going anywhere anytime Mm -hmm. soon, but the, the article is from page six and it's exclusive details from Eileen. Eileen wants us to know that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have a movie date as SNL battles COVID. Now the news. Thanks Eileen. I know. Come on Eileen. Come on Eileen. (laughs) Now, Saturday Night Live uh, did not have its regularly scheduled program on Saturday. It did like a hybrid weird thing because COVID took out like a bunch of people. It was super bizarre. Um, So that was a thing. But apparently, supposedly, Pete Davidson skipped out on it to go on a date with Kim Kardashian. Because that's what you do when face it, face it. Faced with uh, mm-hmm. a pandemic, you mm-hmm. say, hey, and an gal. outbreak at your place of work. Hey, gal, let's yeah. go out to the movies. Hey, I'm off tonight. Let's uh, go to the movies. So um, it was also a group date because Scott Disick and a guy named. Oh, look at that. He gets around. Oh, Chris Rita and some other rando were with Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. But the thing that clued me in, and I can give you details, he arrived there with Scott Disick at around six, sparking mm. speculation he would not be rehearse- attending rehearsals, which of course he didn't. Then Kim Kardashian's SUV was spotted leaving a hotel. So like somebody, Eileen did the work, right? But the thing that drew me to this story was the photos of them at the theater around 7 p.m. It is unclear what film they saw, but they just look like a delightfully, um, normal couple out for a night at the movies dressed like they're not going to the movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Wearing sweats, right? Like he's got like a zip up fleece and sweatpants and like your dad's new balance sneakers on. Mm -hmm. And she's wearing like, um, 
I don't know, a puffy jacket. Anyway, the moral of the story is I just found these photos to be delightfully just boring and pedestrian. Like, why? Why? Like, if he can't do Saturday Night Live, he at right. least was like, I'm going to get some you know, kind some of attention. publicity headlines <laughs> yeah. out of this deal by taking Kim Kardashian right. and family to the movies. Yeah. Right. Because these guys don't need to go to the movies. No. The movies. Ever. Come to them. Well, right. Especially because most of them are like on your streaming service. My point is, if you didn't want to draw attention to yourself, right. but when you're in a publicationship, you take every opportunity. Right. Well, and I think that there's also this piece of their publicationship that's about making them look like a very uh, average kind of couple. Like they're like, let's do what, let's do what the simple folk do. Yeah. Um. You know, they're not like doing big red carpety things. They're not like out there with flair. They're not even in this case at uh, Nobu, which is her standard hangout. Yeah. They're doing what people like us would do on a Saturday night. Yeah, and I'm not even doing that at this that point, especially too. in New York City. I feel like exactly. people aren't rushing to the theater right now. No. Yeah, no hard pants on a Saturday night. Right? No. I mean, well, to be fair, they weren't wearing hard pants. That's accurate. Yeah. Although she was Can, wearing heels, and that just, I don't know if she yeah, has heels. Flats, so. Heels with like parachute pants. Yeah. Um, it looks risky. Anyway, the moral <laughs> of this story, and they're being escorted into the Atrium Stadium Cinemas in Staten Island. I, it's just it's this. These people are weird to me. This particular publicationship is very weird, and I don't understand who actually thinks it's legit. That you would think for one second, Kim Kardashian is like, I just want to rebound with Pete Davidson. I know, but you know, kudos to them for trying. And to your point, like for him to make a quick turnaround and realize because it, they did not have a whole lot of notice about the cancellation or the re configuring of Saturday Night Live. Um, They didn't have a whole lot of notice for that. And so they were just kind of thrown for a loop. So kudos to him for being like, fine, if I'm not going to be able to get attention from being on the show tonight, I'm going to have to get attention somehow. Let's go to a movie. Um, The only things playing currently are Ghostbusters Afterlife, House of Gucci, Nightmare Alley, Spider-Man, West Side Story and Encanto, Encanto, which is a Disney uh, film. Um, none of these movies have I seen, but if you had to pick one, what? I would say they went to West Side Story. I also find it very funny that they're walking by a promotional poster for Clifford the Big Red Dog, which yeah, is another, not out in theaters Another yet. figment of our imagination. Right. Or mm-hmm. is it out of the- out in theaters? Uh, I think it was. was it says say, September like- 17th. Yes. Yeah, they rearranged the kitchen on that one, but I think you can watch it on Paramount Plus. Um, I really want to go. I, th- you know what? That is more work than I need to put into this. I like want to see what the Staten Island theaters are. Atrium Luxury Cinemas. I'm looking at the uh, showtimes currently. Yeah, it looks like a very typical suburban movie theater. It sounds like it has ferns in the lobby. Can you confirm that? Well, it you know what it, it reminds me of? It reminds me of a theater like Uptown Theater was, is, has been. Mm. Kind of the original fixtures. This one that I'm looking at looks very much like a, I mean, it looks like a strip mall. So I don't know. Oh. I don't okay. know how fancy it really is. 
Yeah, I'm seeing the inside looks like not like your your upgraded uh, movie experience, yeah. right? It looks like, you know, the original stuff that it once had. I would say, yeah, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I'm going to say House of Gucci. Yeah. I'm going to say they saw House of Gucci. I could see it. I could see it. I wanted it to be West Side Story because uh, that would, you know, improve my opinion of them. But I, I think they saw they House saw of Gucci. I would a Disney movie. They were like, you know, I really just want an animated film right now. It makes me happy. Gonna well, go see Encanto. <laughs> um, well, good for them. Good for those two kids getting out there doing yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, again, it, 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 I love that even in the midst of a global pandemic where, you know, New York City is kind of shutting down temporarily because mm-hmm. of Omicron, that uh, these two are like, well, we can at least get some headlines at the theater. Well, and, you know, she had to hop an airplane to get there for this. Oh, for right? sure. Like, this isn't like, this isn't like she was. Unless she was already there doing, you know, high stakes wheeling and dealing. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, I mean, she was there for the opportunity. Yeah. She oh, was like, sure. oh, yes, I'll go out. to Yeah. And as same was with Scott, Scott Disick. Disick. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so maybe they traveled together. Who knows? On their private also, jet. I, I just feel know. like when you're A-list celebrities like that and you're like, well, I'm not going to have to do my job tonight. We have the whole, you know, the world's one of the world's most fabulous cities to sort of indulge in for a night. What are we going to do? Let's drive out to Staten Island. Well, boat out to Staten Island and see a movie. <laughs> right. Oh, we'll have fun. Wouldn't you be too. my first choice. Have fun. You too. Not that you can do much else at this point because, well, all the, you know, Broadway shows are temporarily taking a break. Yeah. And it's cold outside. You yeah. can't have a nice outdoor dining experience where you can be seen. Yeah. Well, this is really kind of... Yeah. No word on uh, whether or not they got popcorn and snacks. Well, he looks like he's got a backpack that's probably full, full of, of... snacks. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure those are he's snacks. He's bringing in the Snickers. <laughs> I'm sure. And other edibles. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was the toy that you loved the most as a child? 651-641-1071. We will take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.